This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Warren on Joy. Good morning, Tom. It started off cold, but good morning. Yeah, it's freezing this morning. And you keep telling me it's changing. Yeah, come on, Apprentice and Creepy Andy. It's time to join the show, sitting over there gossiping. I don't know what they're doing. Have you had a good week? I've been drunk the whole week, so I have no idea. And you've been shopping? I went to, yeah, let's not talk about that, because let's wait until Wayne finds a credit card in about three, <laughs> in 30 days, I think I've got until I have to. Yeah. All right, we won't tell Wayne that you've been shopping just yet. Tommy, you a drive through person? Oh, God, I love it, when you don't have to get out of your car. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best. So what do you drive through for? Well, I, I've, I mean, what else do you do? The big golden arches, but I did it the other day in my dressing gown and, like, no shoes, socks. Oh, no. Dressing gown, you know. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, the person that served me food, oh, hello, I know you from TV, can we come out? and get a selfie in. Oh, no, not today, <laughs> sweetheart. Yeah. Not today. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't know, I don't know if they're worth it, actually, because I, I suppose if, you, if you're not dressed properly, yeah. it's okay because it saves you being seen in public. But, you know, I, I reckon it's quicker just to go in. Yeah, but it's, then you've got to get out and you've got to look people in the eye, you've got to talk to them. I like the, the no contact bit. The you know? no contact. Yeah, don't look at me. Yeah. <laughs> Put your eyes down when you pass the food through that window. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with a higher than average life expectancy, Japan is on the verge of becoming the world's first ultra-aged country in the world. Whereabouts? Japan. Japan. Well, I'm telling you what, they're not living near anywhere near Fukushima, are they? No. Because they wouldn't be living along then, would you? They're not living there. 28% of people are aged 65 or above. Well, they've taken drive through to the next level because a Japanese funeral parlour is set to offer relatives the chance to pay their final respects to deceased loved ones without leaving the comfort of their cars. So it sounds to me like, like a funeral. It sounds like a dumping. It says, you know, <laughs> this is what you do with a dead body in the back boot. You, you just drive down <laughs> somewhere. Press the you, button. Yeah, and you throw it out the back. That's <laughs> well, crazy. Well, no, the firm claims that the drive-through service is a first. So do you um, sit in the car while the funeral? No, no, no. What is elderly mourners, it says elderly, elderly mourners, can register their names on a touchscreen tablet device. Right, so it's like ordering, you know. So they drive through and they offer incense just by rolling down their car window. Incense. Yep, yep. So that's part of the tradition over there. So. Oh, burning incense! I thought you thought about, you know, when brother and sisters get it on. So I thought, what, what the hell are you on about? So You're they, driving through for a funeral so and they, you want incense? No, they drive through. <laughs> no, they drive through. They offer it, and then what happens? There's screens inside the funeral parlour where the you know the grieving host watches it. So watches the person drive past and offer their condolences. Look, I can understand because Wayne had a heart attack and I said straight up to him, if you die, mate, I'm just putting you in the um, green bin and wheeling you out the front. I, I, I pay $68 a year for that shit. I'm using it. <laughs> I mean, it's compostable, isn't it? And the green bins are a bit bigger too. Yeah, I'd, I'll definitely get Not him Not that in. we would encourage anyone oh, to stick I'm not going to kill him. I'm going to make sure that he's got like a death certificate. I need to take that to get the insurance claim. But you yeah. want it to be composted back. Yeah, but I'm not spending like five, ten grand on a funeral. No way. I'm just <laughs> cheapy. But I like the idea of drive through. Why don't they have like drive through cocktail shops? But I suppose then you can't drink and drive, can you? Or a drive through toilet would be good. You know, when you're busting. 
but you still have to get out of your car. Or, or do you sit to wee? I don't know. We could we could flesh this one out and work out how, how it works. But another company has gone even further by replacing a, a real Buddhist monk with a chatty human-shaped uh, robot for a funeral. So you don't have to have a real one. You can hire those. Another one, a temple near Tokyo also accepts the ashes of the deceased via mail. Oh, good. So you can yeah. just post them in. Just add a little bit of anthrax. You could knock them all off, couldn't you? <laughs> Who would know the difference? Yeah. And they put them in this building, and what you do is you go, you get a card, you put the card in the sensor, and it grabs them, whizzes them down, so you can pay your respects, and then it whizzes them back up again. As the like ashes. The ashes? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're crazy. They really are. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that's saving money and saving our time is the, the big thing over there. Fantastic. And that's all we need. You know, we won't even have to get out of our car soon. No, not at all. We'll just live in our car. Delta Goodroom, thinking about you on Joy 94. I nine. don't think about you naked when I'm looking at you. <laughs> Don't you? Not before breakfast, anyway. I was hoping you would, actually. Actually, no, I do do it before breakfast. The only time I can think of you naked is on an empty stomach. I had to go naked yesterday. Oh, God. (laughs) Did you go to yoga again? (laughs) Did you? No, I was at my new gym. Oh, okay, Mr. Pickup Centre down there at the QV. Is that what it's called? I went to my new gym. My personal trainer wanted to measure, you know, my body fat and all that. I thought he was going to mention your penis. No. <laughs> I thought, that's not the gym, sweetheart. I think you're getting a job as a hooker. No, he, he wanted to measure everything and there's this area that you He's go... He's probably selling you on the internet. You have Maybe. no idea. Next time you'll be locked in some little bag and a postage stamp put on you and you'll be shipped off to Middle Earth again. Well, I don't know where it went. But anyway, I went into this room and he was there and this lady was there that operates this machine. And oh, it's I called a tape measure. That's <laughs> like, oh, oh, it's funny. It's like a ruler and it's got these little marks and each mark is like one millimetre. Oh, it's a machine. No, it was a... The devil's, the devil's got hold of it. It was a machine. And so I had to take... I thought, I'll just take my shoes off because it does something. I don't know. It's yeah, some well, cool. They, they went three and a half feet. Your wasn't feet. it without your lips and your shoes? <laughs> so I took I took my, my my shoes off and I was ready to go on. And she oh, goes, "Oh no, you've got to you, it scans your whole body. You've got to strip down what? completely naked." Oh, yeah. So it's completely. Like, is it like the airport when you go through and you get to see like VPL? What, VPL visible penis line. <laughs> well, it's interesting because I thought, are they going to leave the room? And they were both hanging around. <laughs> oh, so, so they made you get full so on I, naked. I thought I'll just start unstripping, and hopefully then they'll they'll leave. Yeah. You know, so I started like most people do when you start stripping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they were talking about the machine. I'm thinking I'm down to my undies now. <laughs> yeah, did you have good ones. <laughs> so I did have good ones, you know, but they were quite sweaty because it was after a workout. I always get caught when I have to take my pants off with the worst undies. <laughs> I, I, like, I don't know why. Yes, they were. When I was trying bloody things on. I've got holes in my socks. Like, it's the one time in the world that you don't want to look like, yeah. Anyway, so then that, I think she said, oh, okay, we better go now. So they, they left the room and I stood on this No, mission. That, they're all on the other side of the two-way mirror. They haven't <laughs> left, sweetheart. They were there taking notes. Going, well, that's very interesting. It's, you know, you're, you're as wide as you are high, which is quite impressive. <laughs> so I stood on this machine with my bare feet and it spanned me around. In a, cir- in a really? circle. Yeah, like dead or alive? Right round. Right, uh, right round, no, baby, did, right did round. Did a complete 360 and <laughs> it was this thing was going up and down. It was like I, thought, I was being scanned completely. Uh, anyway, so it did this thing um, and then I thought, okay, I'll, I'll find out the result. But it emailed the results. But you know what? Who to? It emailed them to me. But it oh, also, I don't know where else it went as well. But you know what? I got the result and so, I looked at so it. Google just, now has your full body it, profile. It's <laughs> like you've, you've had a plaster cast done on you. Your whole body 
And that's what this image looks like. So, so how good is that going to happen now? So when Con comes home, you can say, I couldn't be bothered, sweetheart. Here's, here's my rubber doll I got made up. You can, just, you can hide under the bed and get some sleep and you can just leave that. That's like, Hang on, where can I get involved in this shit? I need one of these. Well, I thought of you. I thought, I'm going to take you across and get you undone. Oh, this is your man that's trying to get me over there for that free personal yes. training. Listen, yes. I've told you I need to at least see his physical outline before I'm getting over there. <laughs> I'll get it and I'll send it to you. So I think you should get one done. But anyway, the results came in and I was really, my, my body fat had gone up. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like this because we're getting a message here going, uh, Warren Darling, when on Wellington is not a gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You've been scanned and pulled the wrong direction. <laughs> they don't have spinning you know things there, do they? Andy, I'm just happy he's getting scanned and pulled. I mean, he was starting to annoy the hell out of me. <laughs> Tom, are you into horror movies? No. Not not at all? Not at all. You don't like scary stuff? You know, I get, I get that scared that I have to leave. I haven't watched Buffy's. There's episodes of Buffy I haven't watched <laughs> because they got too scary. Well, when the trailer for The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix first dropped this September, Netflix users were already warned the scare factor was no joke. Even Stephen King gave his approval of the series. The show serves as a TV adaption to the novel by Shirley Jackson that follows a group of siblings now grown up who return to the house they lived in as kids after their sister has reportedly uh, committed suicide, resulting in a story that is so scary on its own that it doesn't even need to rely on... Oh, that sounded boring. No, apparently it is. Words, words, words. And regardless of the warning, Netflix users have flocked to it and many users have admitted that parts of the show had made them vomit. Maybe that had to do with your date? (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe the little dumplings you had before you went to see the movie. No. People aren't going to throw up because they're scared. Do you throw up when you're scared? Some people do, even with the overwhelming response to the series being that viewers will never be able to sleep again. Horror buffs are obsessed with The Haunting of Hill House, some claiming it's one of the best of the year. How's that? Well, that's... I mean, it's great. I, I suppose I'm, I'm not it. that scared. I watch horror all the time. What's the called? The nightly news, isn't it? There's a lot of horror <laughs> no, that there's goes enough, on. There's enough in the world, enough horror going See, on. this anyway. is what I, I get really angry. I don't even like the music in scary movies. So if Wayne and the kids are watching one and I go to another room, if the music's too loud, I come down and yell. Really? Even that spooky music is enough to spin me out. Well, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to see what it's like, if, what all the, you know. Can you video what you do? Because I want to watch you cry <laughs> and scream. Uh, I have a great video of Tom playing a virtuality game. That is true. I get that scared. So oh, this is a friend of mine. If you need proof, he can't handle spooky things. Really? So they gave me this. This is VR. It's virtual reality. And you, they put this screen on your face and they connect you to their... Xboxes or I don't know right, whatever, whatever device, nerds yeah. do you know and they play a game and they said I promise you it's not scary and they put me in this thing and you're on a roller coaster you're going through and there's little bits coming next minute this ugly clown jumps in your face and goes Wah! I squealed picked up the headset threw him across the room then I realised my friends had only just bought this for like a thousand bucks I don't know all I knew is it went thrown across the room they've never let me touch it again I want to see this video so no, Tanya send it in no but I cried I've never oh, cried in my life after it was over next minute tears were coming down my face and I realised like I've never. That was the worst I've ever been scared. Are you scared of, my life. of clowns? Are you? Well, when they <laughs> creepy things that pop up in your face, yeah. Tom Tasmania is set to blaze a trail for trans rights in Australia by becoming the first state to eliminate gender from birth certificates. That's a big deal. 
Absolutely. Said, this, is, this is quite a big deal. It was reported in the Australian, the state's lower house is expected to vote and pass a new bill next month that will end the need for trans people to get divorced or undergo reassignment surgery before they can change their gender on official documents. So what will it? How will it recognise us? Because it'll just be like well, Thomas born no, the first of all, July. Because additional amendments to the bill, which were pushed by the opposition, Labor and Greens parties, mm. will see gender removed from official birth certificates altogether in what would be a national first. So there'll be nothing there. I like that idea. I think we should, and then we should remove nationalities. We should just become human. I agree, I agree. Gender apparently is going to still be uh, recorded in hospital registers and in personal health documents. But the bill has... of course, because this medication would be different for sexes, so there would be times when we would want to distinguish between what type of hormones run through your body or... But this is great news, but the crux of the bill has tripartisan support from the governing Liberal Party and the opposing Labor and Greens parties, meaning it will likely pass in some form when it gets put to a vote in November. However, there is some opposition to it. From, of course there will be. Uh, from the Australian Christian lobby. Oh, well, family um, first. Of course they're going to come. They, they're, they're, they're that obsolete. They've got to find something to whinge about. Yeah. <laughs> when you're not important, you've got to get out there and find anything. But hopefully this will go through uh, irrespective of the Tasmania. Congratulations, Tasmania. Well, the state parliament's next sitting date for Tassie is November the 20th, so we'll find out after that. Tom, I went and visited a friend on the weekend. Oh, that's uh, really nice. Fuzzy, and they've got a little dog. And now Fuzzy, I don't know, Fuzzy He's very well behaved. He's How's Fuzzy's leg? It's much That's better, thank important. you. He's, he's well, yeah. thank you. He's running around. Very he's good. full of beans. But anyway, he's, he ne- he's trained. He never wheezes or poos inside. But as soon as you get to somebody else's house, it does. He ran in the door, <laughs> ran straight to their couch and lifted his leg and peed oh, on the no. corner of the... He's never done it in his life. But it's not just dogs. I had children and they're the same. They can be so good to get to somebody else's place. I don't and know they what just... happened. I was, I was mortified. He just went straight in, straight for the couch. I don't know. But apparently I think their dog had been unwell and must have weed there or something so there might have been a smell but oh so now you've got one less friend again one two oh, less. I mean, sh- oh so yeah because there's two of them there no you, they were really good about it oh, they, they were, say that when you're dead yeah. but when you're gone you're there pissed <laughs> let me tell you i've seen the facebook post they're pissed it's really sad i mean look at least it's good now what, what you're down to a handful of friends at least you can remember all their names can't I can, you? It's, easy, it's easy now that's I, what i'm doing too the older i get i just think oh i can't be bothered keeping up with that just knock another one off yeah, <laughs> just get rid of them all well a new new york city based artist phil gable has put up five busts of Donald Trump around Brooklyn, not as a tribute, but as a place for dogs to pee on. A bust? So they should have had a bust in there. What's a bust? You know, like the top, the torso. Oh, like a... A statue, yeah, like just the boobies, just just from, from the yeah, from up. the chest upwards with his head. Could you imagine? T- he, what do you reckon? I reckon Donald Trump's got like pigeon boobies. You know, like, <laughs> you reckon? You would, you would. I don't know. I don't want to see him though. In an interview, the artist explained that the artworks, which are installed on small cuts of astroturf, is that that fake grass? Yeah, he says it was largely just a personal expression of his own disdain for Donald Trump. So I get it. So he's made statues of Donald Trump. Yep. He's putting around the park so your yep. dogs can pee on him. Yep. That sounds fantastic. What a great idea. But Fuzzy should have picked one of those. Well, I suppose he's not in New York, but something better than someone's couch anyway. At least pee on Donald Trump. At least pee on Donald Trump. But he's, the artist said aside from poking fun at Trump, the bus served to encourage dogs to pee in appropriate places. Well, that's true. Have you ever been peed on by a dog? 
Yes, yep. at the dog park. No, I was at like Clove Valley Beach in Sydney trying to be all trendy, you know, with all these hotties sitting there like laying back going, oh, hello. And this dog walked up and cocked its legs straight down the back of me. It's, it's very hard to try and look attractive and pick up men when you've got dog piss hanging down the back of you. And then you, and I'm an animal lover. I mean, basically I want to turn around and break its neck, but I wouldn't do that. You know, like, but you're kind of, oh, how cute. Who owns this dog? Yeah. Did you act all cool? Yeah, no, straight down my back. You know when you feel the warm <laughs> <laughs> the back of you thinking, this is not right. And then you can see the people, ah! Oh. I wonder why the dog singled you out, though. <laughs> was like, hmm. Was it because I was probably covered in lube? You know, oh, it was probably the smell. That's yeah. probably the smell of everyone on you. Yeah. That's what it is. Wake up with Tom and Warren. Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Available via podcast at joy.org.au on iTunes or your favourite podcasting platform. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.